This episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast is brought to you by Cedic Run. Cedic Run is Grand Forks' premier running store and has been outfitting the greater Grand Forks region since 2015. With a wide variety of running shoes to choose from, you'll not only find a shoe that best fits your foot, but you'll find it in a style and colorway that you love. With an expert team ready to assist you, you'll receive extraordinary customer service to help you find exactly what you need. Plus, check out all the other incredible running, clothing, accessories, and gear to help you train in style. And even if you're not a runner, there's a good chance that SDR can provide a shoe that will meet your needs. You can find all of that and so much more at Cedic Run, located in downtown Grand Forks. On this episode of the podcast, Cam and I break down the 2023 Summit League Cross Country Championships. We're excited. We're going to be there helping out with the broadcast. But whether you're going to be there or not, or you're going to be watching us online, we want to make sure that you are all prepared to watch exactly what you need to know uh, heading into the meet. So on this episode, what we do is we kind of break down the team races on both the men's and the women's side, individuals that we want to keep our eyes on, and some of the compelling storylines that are going to be taking place. It's not a super long episode, so it should be easy for you to get it done while making a car drive or uh, while you're doing some chores or something like that. But even though it's brief, we think it's really valuable to give you a preview of what to watch for on Saturday. Um, Of course, it collides with the North Dakota High School cross-country meet, so Cam talks on there about how he's going to miss his first North Dakota State High School meet since like 2008, which is just crazy. But uh, we wish the athletes the best of luck there, and we're wishing the athletes of the Summer League Championships the best of luck as well. Now, one thing that we did catch after we recorded the podcast is we talked just briefly about Western Illinois, only to realize that Western Illinois is no longer in the Summit League. So uh, you can still check out the cool social media posts that we talked about and the videos that they made, but uh, they will not be at the Summit League Championships. But guess what? We will. So if you'll be in Brookings on Saturday, we'll see you then. But without further ado, let's dive into the latest episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Enerson. And I'm your other host, Cameron Rail. And we are giving you a special kind of overflow episode. We're going to talk a little bit about the Summit League Championships. We alluded to it on our last episode, which was the North Dakota High School Cross Country Preview. If you haven't listened, go take a listen to that one. We share our thoughts on all the classes and all the races. Not necessarily who we are picking to win, but who we're keeping our eyes on. So that's available to you. But right now, we want to talk about the Summit League because Cam and I are going to be down there helping out with the broadcast a little bit. Similar to what we did for cross country last season, similar to what we've done for the track meets. We're super excited to be a part of it. So thank you to SDSU and Coach Rod DeHaven. And thank you also to the Summit League for giving us another opportunity. But Cam, are you pumped for it? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, man, I I can't say it enough. I just love cross country. I love that. I found a way to continue to be a part of the competitive atmosphere, even though I'm not competing. I still feel like I'm invested and a, a beneficial part of the race day uh, experience uh, for those participating, for those watching, uh, and and for myself. It feels good to still be uh, partaking in in the race in 
even though in a different way. So yeah, excited to be down there in, uh, in Brookings and yeah, it's going to be, going to be a fun time. And man, I, I think we got some really, really great races on deck. Yeah. Do you want to start with, uh, men's or women's? Yeah. Let's start with the men's. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I think we, we envisioned at this point of the season looking quite a bit different. Uh, we were, we were pretty hot on NDSU, uh, and pretty down. I would say we were more down on SDSU than we were up on any other team. You know, we, we had really said, you know, I think this is going to be a, a quote down year for the Jackrabbits. They graduated a lot of talent, you know, so they will be younger, you know, less experienced, you know, all of this. Um, but that has not been the story of the season so far. Um, you know, really, I guess like not a, not a surprise that they've been able to develop talent, uh, and continue this, you know, kind of string of success. Uh, they've done it for, for years and years and years now. Um, but I think the biggest surprise for me has been freshman Carson Necker and just the ferociousness that he's brought to the cross country course. Um, you know, I, I won't say, you know, it's not even our fault. You know, there's no way you you can really know how a freshman's going to do coming into his first collegiate season. Um, but I did not see it coming. It's been a, been a big surprise, but it's also been really fun to see, uh, this young guy just, just sink his teeth into the summit league and, and really not let go. Yeah. I think it makes such a difference. Like if you can get a low stick guy like that, you know, you go from having just a whole team of low sticks is what it always felt like with SDSU, you know, in the past they went from having, you know, Joseph minor Williams and Ben Olson. We saw them trade off a lot of championship performances that are going to be remembered for a long time, or at least like to us, because we love this so much, but you know, what's hilarious is like, you just go from being, yep, nobody can ever be as good as those guys. And then they find someone who, you know, just think of if Carson Necker's doing this now as a freshman, how good is he going to be Yeah, in a few years? So, yeah, great to get a low stick guy. And I think really exciting for the Summit League when you can have somebody that's that talented and just like makes the conference better, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you know, he's he's really, you know, performed well and been a top finisher, you know, in any field that he's been at so far this season. So really mixing it up with some, you know, national, you know, sort of talent. And I mean, I think we see that reflected on the regional rankings, South Dakota state, you know, is carrying an eighth in the Midwest region ranking going into the conference championships. Uh, NDSU, Ryan, did you say they were 13th right now? NDSU is number 13 currently. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, we also saw UND enter into the rankings uh, throughout the season, kind of in that 13, 14, right around where NDSU has been ranked. Um, So, I mean, NDSU has raced more recently than UND. UND kind of went with the strategy of, you know, we'll have this one big sort of mid-season race and then take some some time down uh, and just focus on the Summit League championships. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe they're hoping that everybody would kind of like forget about them. They would lay low and people would uh, underestimate them and then they can come to the Summit League championships and maybe surprise some people. But um, I, I think it, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough, tough, tough battle. You know, I think I'll, I'll put my bias aside and I, I really do think SDSU is probably going to get it done again. Um, 
it's not to say that NDSU and UND don't think that they they have a they have a chance. Um, and it, it is kind of tough to tell because like these races where we saw SDSU uh, go head to head against NDSU, you know, were a lot of these bigger races where that low stick of of Carson Necker really really kind of made a big dent in what NDSU you know was able to do. But um, yeah. Anyway, I, th- yeah. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but <laughs> thoughts? You know, I think the biggest thing is we've said this before, and you kind of were the first person that really opened my eyes to this. It's so hard in cross country to compare unless you are going head to head, like to compare times and stats. But if you do look at the Summit League's rankings coming into this, and it's purely just based off time. SDSU does own the top five fastest times in the Summit League, which is dangerous. All yeah. done at the Arturo Barrios Invitational down at Texas A&M. But, you know, we'll we'll hear this one on the call a lot. One, because they're both so good. But two, it's just fun to say. Uh, Carson Necker and Josh Becker. You know, Necker and Becker. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're one, oh, two. Yeah. And then a couple of guys, we've, we've heard their names before. Cody Larson, Daniel Burkholter. So, yeah, they're, they're going to definitely be still the team to beat and the team with the target on their back. But yeah. another team that we didn't, mention a lot we've kind of tapped into them a little bit into the earlier parts of the season but oral roberts has two guys ranked uh within the top 10 in the summit league one of them being patrick Kemb- excuse me kip kemboy uh yeah the und transfer he was the 2021 summit league cross country champion you remember they ran that spring season like in the winter so yeah yeah you know it's it's gonna be good luke labat has the 10 fastest time believe it or not there's no ndsu athletes that are on this list but uh we'll see we'll see how it how it plays out but i think sdsu is gonna be the team to beat yeah i i think there's a i won't say a lot of unknown but especially with uh und um you know i think they have a strong squad and i i think just with how they chose to race this season um we we don't really know what they're going to bring uh late in the season. Uh I think they got they got strong guys and they obviously have fast guys and experienced guys so um it'll be it'll be a fight, you know, between uh, you know, I don't even know who the fight's going to be between, but there's going to be there's going to be fights. Not like okay, complete side fist fights. Yeah, not fist fights. Did you see that video, Ryan? It was like some high school meet uh, I'm pretty sure it was on the track where it's like USATF, you know, juniors or something like that. And this kid, they're just like kind of bumping and stuff. And this kid just absolutely gets hammer fisted. Like this kid legitimately like punches another kid in the middle of a race. We're not talking that type of fight, not talking that type of fight. Uh, it will sit, it will stay, uh, feet, feet on the ground running only, but, uh, Dude, uh, the one so okay, so I know which one you're talking about. I want to say no context, maybe posted it and probably. Uh, yeah, I feel like I saw it somewhere else too, like dumb flow track. But there was uh one two years ago, I guess like a year and a half ago now. But at the 2022 Iowa State track meet, uh, Ford Washburn, <laughs> who's running at Northern Arizona, and Jackson Heidish, who broke four minutes and is running at Duke, they were going head to head. And there was a lot of jostling going on. Just this is like the first lap of the uh sixteen hundred. Like they come off the turn, they're on the back straight. 
And there's a little bit of jockeying going back and forth. And Ford Washburn like just winds up and clocks Jackson Heidish. <laughs> now Jack or it was 800. It was 800. Now yeah. Jackson Heidish embellished it so much. He <laughs> rolled like seven times. He like hits the ground and like rolled, I swear, like 15 meters. He like kept rolling and rolling. And I was like, <laughs> dude, are you ever gonna stop? And they they let him rerun the race solo at the end of the meet after the four by fours. Whoa. Yeah, it was it was wild. It was that was a very controversial thing. But besides kinda, the point. Was it kind of like that one meme where, you know, somebody gets tripped and then that that space sort of like music uh, goes and then the dee, person just dee, like dee, 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 dee. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> uh yeah, it kind of felt like that. So yeah. I'll send you the video later. But okay. regardless, the, there it. will be fights. Yeah, fights, Physical. fights. Physical I think, fights. yeah. I mean, ba- just based based solely on like the regional rankings, eighth to thirteenth, man, that that's a that's a pretty big gap. Um, there's a there's some pretty big a pretty big space in in like ability between teams that are ranked that far. Granted, I think that ranking those rankings are a little bit more from like big, big type of races where it seems like a team like NDSU that has a tighter pack, but not so much a low stick doesn't fare as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, that being said, I, I, I'd expect it to be SDSU and then the fight to be between UND and NDSU for that second position. The fist fight with kind of the, the or Roberts wild card, I guess, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean St. Thomas has some dudes too. Uh, yeah. you know, Western Illinois. I don't you know, Logan Lommel is really good. I they posted a hype video the other day that was like pretty good. So I don't know. They're they're at least feeling it. Yeah. So you never know. Western never... Western Illinois gonna win the social media content battle. Dude, they might. They might. So wow. anyway, besides the point, let's let's go talk about the women's race because I yes. told you I gotta study for a test that I'm not prepared for. <laughs> Uh, but the women, I think if we go back to the beginning of the season, NDSU was ranked to repeat as champions on the women's side. Yeah. You know, naturally SDSU is historically strong program. They were ranked number two. Uh, and then all of a sudden USD comes out of nowhere and has put together some really strong performances. Uh, Abby Raperta had some really good races. Uh, Bradley, she ran super well, uh, was the top like summit league finisher at the Bradley Pink Classic. And uh, if you look at the region rankings there, SDSU 9, NDSU 10, USD 11. So good. This is going to be a race for the ages. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I feel like UND again is is pulling all their punches. Uh, We see Yannicka Kutluk. I think it's it's just Yanka. Yanka. Yanka Good look. All right, get everybody, everybody, get used to that name. Get familiar with that name. I, because I am now, but uh, you know, didn't run uh, a race. Well, I mean, she ran unattached, I believe, but uh, at the Ron Pin, um, but her first race in the in the Hawks uniform at Paul Short, uh, number two time, number two six k time in the Summit League. Again, say what you want about times and and this and that. Um, she's going to be, she's going to be a force. Uh, and you'd have to think that, you know, UND is, you know, pulling the red shirt or, you know, whatever, whatever's going on, choosing to, to have her compete. Cause they feel like they, they have a solid squad and, and really want to kind of 
crack some skulls. So, wow, we are getting physical. It's this is a violent episode, Ryan. Uh, but um, I mean, amongst amongst the teams that are currently ranked, you know, the uh, nine. What did you say? Nine, ten, eleven. Eleven, twelve. Nine, ten, eleven. You know that that's that's for sure that that is going to be tight. NDSU they are riding the wave of winning the team title at the Bradley Pink Classic. Uh, so they are, their cups are full of confidence right now, I believe. Uh, and, and I think, a a little bit of a chip on their shoulder from the, the defeats early in the season to, to kind of surprise USD and, uh, to a, a strong SDSU team. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know why eight was afraid of nine? No. Cause nine, 10, 11. Um, anyway, <laughs> what? Boo. Okay. Uh so Ooh. another just another thing I want to say. Uh we've watched Leah Hansen win three titles in a row. Yeah. Um, but this time we're gonna watch Leah Hiskin. Uh Leah Hansen Hiskin, if you want to be politically correct. Um, anyway, she's back for another go. We made a big deal. Like I feel like people like threw flowers on the award stand last year. It was like we watched her ride off into the sunset, and then she just decided to come back this year, yeah. <laughs> uh, use that COVID year. But we'll see if she can get a four-peat done. Yeah, I, I'd have to go back and look, but I don't know if anybody in Summit League history has ever four-peated, you know, at a at a Summit League cross-country championship. Uh, I mean, not Cam Levens. Mm, that would be yeah. Might be the only one. I don't know. I was gonna try to real like be really smooth and look it up too, but Summer League's website just doesn't doesn't allow for that sometimes. But yeah, Cam Levin's probably like one of the one of the more likely ones. So yeah, I mean it's it's difficult though, cross country to win, you know, year after year. It's 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 tough to do. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it hasn't been done before. Yeah, uh, I always get called out on this stuff, though. I always say like things have never happened, and then somebody sends me a text <laughs> and like, "Dude, that literally happened last year." Uh, so, uh, great example was I think it was last year on the broadcast. I said like, "Has anybody ever perfect scored in in some league history?" And we were like, "No, there's no way anybody ever has." And then. Sure enough, I get a text from Wes Offerman at NDSU. Like, actually, SDSU perfect scored us on our home course. <laughs> um, I was like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah." Mm. But anyway, uh, do you have any other like monumental thoughts that you want to share as far as the the men's race goes? Uh, women's race. I think we're on the women's race, Ryan. Yeah, we're on the women's race. Sorry, <laughs> I'm still trying to like be really quick and look up. Cam Levins did not win for. Some of the titles he actually uh, uh, lost one in there, maybe redshirted one in 2009, one again in 2011, and that's it. He only won two Summit League cross country titles, I guess. So, what did they did they like uh leave the, the conference or something like that? <laughs> I don't know, I'd have to, I'd have to do a deep dive, but I'm okay. not sure. Well, that was my one, my one shot in the dark that, you know, if anybody would have done it, it would have been him, but 
no, you know, I, I, I'm just excited to see, I, I think it'll be a great race, um, on, on the team side, uh, especially on the, on the women's team side, you know, it's certainly, I would say, yeah, I'll be as bold enough to say, certainly it'll certainly be, you know, a tight race in between those, those three schools, SDSU, USD and <clears throat> NDSU, uh, but potentially even four, I think. So, um, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. You know, a good, good spectator friendly course down in, uh, down in Brookings and, uh, you know, you run the race cause you never know what's going to happen. You're on the race to, to find out who's the best. And, uh, you know, similar to what we were talking about with the high school, uh, races, weather will be brisk. It'll be cold. Uh, so not only will it be a physical test of who's the, the healthiest and the fittest and the fastest on the day, but uh, who's the most uh, mentally resolute and willing to to hurt the most. So, Wow, it truly is violent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, uh, this episode went, uh, man, aggressive. Take a, take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. But Everybody yeah. relax. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, in all seriousness, check out the Summit League Cross Country Championships. They'll be going down on Saturday, October 28th. Uh, at one point, I had all the information pulled up in front of me. Let's see if I can do it again quick. Men's race will be at 11 a.m. The women's is going to take place at noon. Uh, there'll be awards after that. It's at Edgebrook Golf Course in Brookings. So, I mean, check it out and tell you what, if you can't go, don't worry. There's a live stream. And Cam and I are going to be on it for at least part of it. So let's go. Yeah, we're pretty excited about that. So once again, thank you to the Summit League for just up in the game the last few years at cross country championships and track championships. It's always so fun to just see a cha- like a true championship atmosphere. So Cam, any any parting thoughts here? It's the best time of the year, cross country championship season. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you continue to enjoy these episodes. Uh, If you heard our desperate plea for advertising and and sponsors last episode and you're interested, go for it. And if you didn't, you don't need to go back and listen to that part. So anyway, uh, thank you so much for enjoying another episode. See you next time.